Howdy, Pilgrim. Hey, hi, Kevin. Why are you talking like that? You know why I'm talking like this, Pilgrim. Is is that supposed to be your John Wayne voice? You know it, Pilgrim. We're doing the Western movie. Uh, yeah, we're doing a Western, but probably not what you're thinking. Yep, the good old-fashioned Western of the 1940s. The good <laughs> guys versus the bad guys. Uh, the cowboys and the Indians. Well, it's... There are no the Indians. The white hats and the black hats. Yeah, there. Well, there aren't very many white hats. It's going to be kind of hard to tell the good guys from the bad Riding guys. Riding my horse, silver into the sunset, east versus west. That that may very well be. You know what? I think we better just get on with the podcast. Welcome to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Every week, we talk about film. Sometimes films I like. There's a flip side to that coin. What if you do got me boxed in and I gotta put you down? And sometimes films I like. Films that inspire creativity. Give my creation! Films that inspire hope. I'm gonna see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum, and then I'm gonna build it. Films that take you to a place you never knew existed. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Sometimes films that are just entertaining. Now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. We hope that when you listen to us, you walk away with a new idea, a new perspective, or at least you have a good time. Are you not entertained? Was I convincing John Wayne? Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was the Duke himself sitting over there. I, I had to remember that he's, you know, dead. It, well, I do have a gift. That, that, that does cut down on his appearances. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, well well done, sir. Um, that, that was a monumental success, I think. I hope he calls to congratulate. Well, you should sit right by the phone there. So we're doing The Harder They Fall. Which is not a John Wayne Western. No, it's nothing like a John Wayne Western. And I'm trying to decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You'll find out later when we rate it, I think. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so this movie's on Netflix, and it has a really good trailer. Yeah. It makes you think there's going to be a a big Western, a big old Clint Eastwood Western starring Idris Elba. Yeah, kind of a, a classic uh, you know, Idris Elba is a well of a good actor. He, it, it makes you think exactly that. It's going to be an old-fashioned Western. Regina King. Yeah. She's in this. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Like, these are some big actors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I saw this trailer, saw this cast, and was was buttoning down the hatches for good old dark classic violent western right i know that's one of the 10 genres that are your favorite <laughs> that's funny little you do. throwback <laughs> you get the idea that it's just going to be a great movie and yeah. you get an idea in your head what it's going to be 
and it turns out not to be that. It it turns out it turns it twists your uh, expectations a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and not that it's not a great movie, but it's just very different from what you think it's going to be. Yeah, I think the trailer is just a tiny bit misleading. Yeah, maybe, I think maybe so. more than a tiny bit. I think so. I don't know if it's on purpose. I mean, it's a great trailer. It made me excited to watch it. It did do something. I mean, it does not necessarily represent the film in its entirety, but it right. sure did a good job wanting me to want to watch it. Yeah. Although you, you're you always up for that kind of movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't mind the violence. No. Nope. You've got to figure it's going to be violent. It's rated R, uh, and it's a Western, mm-hmm. uh, clearly. Um, but yeah... I, it's always my opinion the trailer should look like the movie. Uh, yeah, no, I think you're right. I, I agree. And in fact, the, the fact that this trailer was uh, so effective at convincing me this was going to be a great Western, uh, it actually, I think, ended up hurting the film overall for me because of my expectations, which isn't yeah. fair to the film. But we can talk about that when we end up rating it. Right, and you've um, mentioned that you'd like to watch it. You wish you had I, watched it again before we podcasted because you think you might have uh, enjoyed it more. Yeah, actually. I think had I had I been given the correct information before watching this, this is sitting at a at a very high a very high rating. Um, and had I watched it again, I think that knowing what to expect, I will enjoy this more. Um, and I will be honest with you here. I don't know that I will watch it again. But if I did, I think I would like it more. I think actually. you would like it more, too. Yeah. Just knowing what it is. Right. Well, um, and also, we'll come back to this later, but some other research that I did, uh, which, of course, the, mm-hmm. view, the, the listeners know that I first thing I do after a movie is to see what part of it was true. Right. Which is none of it. This movie's none of it's true? None of it. That's even funnier. Yeah. Okay, well, well, let's get to it. But, but I think you know what the sound means. Yes. It is time for the old man rundown. James Samuel gathered a few dozen actors and made the movie of his dreams, an all-black action western, where the blood flows, everyone is beautiful, and nobody misses. Don't look for authenticity; just enjoy the ride. That's good. Wasn't yeah. very funny. It's not funny <laughs> at all. Um, but no, I mean it, it, it's it's a correct rundown. That's for sure. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah. I know they're supposed to be hilarious. Yeah, you caught me off guard because normally you make a bunch of jokes. I know. <laughs> well, what did you like about this? Movie? Ooh, what did I like about this movie? When I was watching the movie, I wasn't sure that I liked. Well, you asked what I liked. I love the cast. Actually, this is an yeah. Let's hold off because we set this up as like this big like trailer fail like all this. This is not a serious western. This is a black exploitation western. This movie is Quentin Tarantino yeah. meets Clint Eastwood meets. Uh, Shaft. It's like if they all had a baby and yeah. he made a movie. Right, exactly. Um, this is very stylized. It is very modern. The language is very modern. The the timepiece is not modern. It's it's like a right. current a 
a modern day script right. given to the 50 or the 1870s or yeah. whatever. No, that's about right, I think. Um and it is uh it's yeah, it's it's very violent, but kind of violent in the style of 300 or it's stylized. It's Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, it's Quentin Tarantino stylized violence. Almost an almost a nod to him. In yeah, a way. absolutely. Um, so it's a, it's a very unique picture. It is not a typical standard western, no. which is what you and I were alluding to that was, when talking about that was the movie. Yeah, that was the joke. It's nothing like an old fashioned western, right? It's, and in my mind now, I'm almost saying, "Thank goodness." <laughs> and. Interestingly enough, the character names are, and it tells you right up front, they're all real people. A nod to saying, yeah, there were a lot of black people in the West. And they're absolutely shut out of most of the older Westerns. Even some of the newer Westerns. And these guys all existed, and the names are real, and they're real people. They have a history that's fascinating, and they're nothing like that in the movie. They're just given those names. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So only only a couple of those Luff. guys. Only a couple of those guys were actually criminals. So, like Nathaniel Love, who is uh, the main character, right? The main protagonist, although right. he is also an outlaw. Um, this isn't a sheriff fighting a gang of outlaws this isn't the magnificent seven even where you've got a group of you know experts who might not be great people but decide to sacrifice themselves for the right. better cause right uh this isn't some old used to be outlaw who's drawn back into the game to right. protect a woman or something like yeah these yeah. are Two gangs of outlaws. Yeah, they're all bad, murdering people. <laughs> that decide to. Yeah, fight one it's another. a revenge thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a revenge uh, motive. Uh, but they're two, they're two gangs, uh, criminal gangs that are are after each other, really. Yes. Um, so, and the one guy's claim to like goodness is that he doesn't rob banks. Right. His. The people he robs are the people who rob the banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Uh, yeah, still has no problem killing them. No, <laughs> or torturing them. No, or no, <laughs> huh? beating them. Yeah, all the everything goes. It's all really. fair game. It's yeah. the West, exactly. The good old, the good exactly. old West, Pilgrim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. So yeah, so that's kind of the plot. Right. Uh, these two opposing gangs led by these two great actors. Uh, who's the guy who plays Nathaniel Love? Um, the Nat Love gang. Yeah, I've got it right here. Uh, his name is uh, Jonathan Majors. Yes. He's amazing. Very good. Yeah. In and fact, then, I got to tell you, all of these guys did a good job. Yeah. They're all fun to watch. They're all the, the, the director of this film gave them all basically a big entrance which and he did it intentionally yeah no that's so, true so nobody's really carrying this film it's it's 
this guy, this, it, I made a joke about it being his dream, but it really is. I mean, he got all these, uh, all these wonderful black actors. The cast is all black, and they are amazing. They're they really all are. Really good. They are. Yeah. So uh, that's so. I mean, we kind of got off subject there talking about the plot, but because uh, at the beginning it says these people really existed. Yeah. Uh, but that is so funny to me that all they did was take the names of real people yeah. and put them in situations that it sounds like wasn't accurate Not very at all. many. I mean, some were, some led a criminal life. Most of them never met each other. Right. And they lived at different times. One of them was actually in a movie uh, in the 1920s. Uh, so most of them never met each other. They weren't in the same time period. They they're just given those names. Though that's funny. That's really so, interesting to me. So for example, um Stagecoach Mary is a famous black woman who was the um she drove the mail. She she uh was she drove the mail and carried a gun and uh, fought off people trying to steal the That's the woman uh played by Zazie Zazie Beats or Zazie yes, Beats. Yes. Exactly. And she was quite famous for that but in this she's a saloon owner and uh you know just oh, yeah business it, owner they're just so they're so different you know and it's an odd movie in some ways but also kind of delightful actually it is it is yeah. so fun i do not like the bloodshed in it no you know that i for do sure. i do I... but even that in a way is not as bad as you might guess no, this it's kind of film. because it's so stylistic. Yeah, I think because so. it's so fake. You look at in just a comparison with something like the duel. Oh, right. That is so brutal and realistic. This makes you sick. And then you watch something like this, and I'll give one kill away. In the very beginning of the of the film, not the very beginning, but a few scenes in, you see a guy get shot with a pistol and he flies up in the air like eight <laughs> feet. Yeah. And you just like, and that's when I realized what the film was. Right. So we're why I'm watching this and cause it starts out pretty serious and yeah, pretty solemn yeah. and I'm like, okay, getting some good story. Well, the next few scenes I'm like, Oh, this isn't like that. At that's all. not what I this thought. This is just going to be fun. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's stylistic. So it doesn't feel real. What else you got, Pops? You liked the cast. I like the cast. Uh, are we doing likes? Yeah. Okay. I like the cast. I like the setting. I've heard a lot of people like the music, but I don't remember it. So mm -hmm. uh, you probably did. Mm -hmm. It's good. Um, yeah. Uh, that's not a like, though, is it? <laughs> Pilgrim. <laughs> not today, Pilgrim. <laughs> um, yeah. So what do you call that? An ensemble cast where mm -hmm. there's just a lot of... Yeah. I I also like, uh, and this is a little bit of an odd way to put it, probably. But I like the fact that it wasn't Denzel Washington and Danny Glover and some of the most famous uh, black actors. If he's going to go with all black cast, he picked mostly younger people, people coming up who were starting to get famous, and gave them some great roles. Yeah, really did. Yeah, minus minus Regina King and Idris Elba, 
who are pretty well established. Right. Um, Idris Alba is amazing. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he he that guy is so good at everything so good. he does. And uh, Regina King is right there too. Yeah, she's she, good in she this. She does a great uh she does a great job in this movie. I'm trying to pull up the cast list here. Um, who do you want to know? I've got them all, I think. Yeah, I was just looking at you were saying like these uh they didn't pick they didn't pick the the Denzels or the Morgan Freemans. Right. Um they didn't pick the uh, some of the older actors who they didn't do Michael B Jordan as a yeah. B. Uh, you know, th- some of those guys. No, you're not, right. I, I was, I was thinking, I was thinking there might be more, but they're not B-listers. No, they're, no, absolutely they're A-list not. actors, but but they're just, you know, most many of them don't have a whole lot of credits to their name. Right. I think it. I think it's great. Oh yeah. I've listened to this guy in an interview, um, James Samuel, and he's an interesting guy really he just had a ton of fun making this film i bet you can tell really yeah it looks like they're all having fun kind of uh yeah they and the actors seem to have just loved doing it so it was quite fun yeah i mean if you look at it they're just not very many well known necessarily uh R.J. Ryder, who plays uh, Jim Beckworth, he's you know trigger happy. Yeah, always yeah, yeah. The young kid who's, pistol, yeah. who was faster than uh, yeah. Chippewa or whatever his right. name was. Yeah, yeah, Cherokee, Cherokee, yeah. Cher- Cherokee Bill, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and this, Cuffy. Yeah, we won't give anything away there. <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing really to give away. This is just a wild ride. Yeah, like, it's it really... just fun. Just it's just buckle in, like. I, I know you won't recommend this movie probably, but uh, you might be surprised. Oh, okay. Ooh, that makes me excited. Um, so for me, my favorite—you kind of touched on all the things. Like I love that. Uh, I love the cast. The cast is so good. Everyone in this movie is so good. Yeah. Uh, the music is great. Uh, it's different. It's uh, it's like slow i don't know exactly it's, it's not my it's like hip-hop r&b disco jazz i don't know yeah, it's it's yeah. like classic takes on or it's like classic songs kind of done in a different way right uh and samuel did all the music i mean he picked all the music yeah for it. that would make sense it's this very tarantino-esque to me um yeah. he's the closest one that i can think of that would do something like this uh it does it it really does seem like him. Yeah. Um, especially with it all being, what's his name? Just Jameson? James. Uh, James. It's J-E-M-E-S, I think. Jameis? Maybe. <laughs> the director. Like, you know, as podcasters, we should know these things. <laughs> I blame away, Kevin. Take away. <laughs> um, yeah, you can tell his fingers are in a lot of the pot here. Um, but yeah, just the the... I think it's fun. I think this is really a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it, um, I think you kind of really just, uh, you really nailed it. The setting is great. The costumes are fun. Oh, I was going to say that, and I forgot. The um, costuming is awesome. Yeah. Not necessarily super realistic, but that's not what this movie was about. But that's exactly right. This wasn't a portrayal of the West. Right. Like, this was not a fun. Not really. This was a fun idea of right, this guy right. who's like let's get all my friends he together. was making yeah he was making a black western <laughs> yeah and there's 
really nothing wrong with that. No, it's there's just, in fact there's a lot of good about it. There is, and and uh, hopefully it will cause people to research some of this, like I did after the movie, and it was eye opening. Yeah, I'm excited to to hear about that. I think we'll get into that a little bit after we rate the movie. Right. Um, what did you not like about this movie? And I'll go first with okay. what I think you didn't like. Okay. The language. <laughs> um i'm an adult i've heard a lot of the language before i didn't think it was necessary but it wasn't really that surprising to me Mm -hmm. and if if i recommend it i would i would warn viewers that there's a lot of language and there's quite a bit of blood yeah you're right so what do what did you not like about (laughs) we're not it's not all about me you know so I, I do think that the movie did struggle a little bit with tone of what kind of movie it was. Was it a comedy? Was it a a black exploitation, which I think is what it really was? Was it a western? Was it a serious film? Was it a real look at black cowboys in the south, like or in the west? Was it a a, a complete fantasy? Like I I'm not sure it knew. I'm not sure it knew what exactly it was until because did, did that bother you then? You're no, listening no, as no, a not dislike. at all. That's it, I think so. The very first scene is very serious, very solemn scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the very last scene is very serious, very solemn kind of conclusion to this film that was neither serious nor solemn. <laughs> so, it also wasn't funny. I can't think of very many times where it was funny can you um i mean there weren't jokes this wasn't a comedy um i think there were plenty of parts that were intended to be light lighthearted right um it wasn't blazing saddles no no it's not a comedy but there's 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 characters in there like like the young kid who's always wanting or who wants to face cherokee bill yeah he's got he's i guess he's got some there's some comic relief right there's some funny parts there there there's a Cuffy. Cuffy ha- is a funny character. She's, you think so? Uh huh. On hmm. purpose. Like she's not not fu- not funny. Like we're laughing at her, but like she's uh, she's smarter than the rest of the people, and nobody knows it. Kind of. Yeah. And, and that that creates some kind of funny like funny moments. Right. Um, you've got. I, I would. I don't. I don't recall those funny moments. But... Again, I'm not saying they're jokes nor was this a comedy but this wasn't unforgiven like it was not a serious western that's what i mean that's true no it wasn't blazing saddles but it also wasn't you know 310 to yuma either right you know like it's it and that's part of the that's one of my dislikes is what is this movie ah uh one thing i can tell you is with all the different combinations it's fun that's what this movie is to me at least it's fun I tend, I tend to agree. Um, but and I didn't have that many dislikes for this movie, really. Right. So if I had to pick one, I think it could have cut out some of the curious, what is it, and maybe stuck with a single idea and kind of stuck with it. I think it may have improved it. Well, if you want my dislike, you kind of mentioned them. They're not really truly dislikes. It's just you know, I I always think things sh- should be have less language in them and all. I'm just an old prude, I guess. But um, it bothered me. One of my dislikes for the movie has disappeared. Oh. 
because of my research. Interesting. And I'm ashamed to even admit this. One of the things I thought was like, really? An all-black town? And this is all set in a couple of different all-black towns. and Literally all-black towns. Yeah, all-black. And, and I was curious about that. And I learned much to my chagrin. There were at least 50 all-black towns in that era. Mostly they no longer exist, or they're all integrated and all, but there were at least 50 of those towns that were all black, black-owned businesses. I mean, I knew there were lots of black-owned businesses. I knew about Tulsa and mm-hmm. things like that. I did not know about the what really is kind of an amazing amount of uh, black cities, even though that makes absolute sense because this is right after the civil war right why wouldn't you go to a place where people were all somewhat like you yeah absolutely that is safety or just maybe you're just tired of the nonsense right you know a number of these guys by the way were born in slavery really yeah and event or some of them anyway and the real people involved right were born as slaves or children of slaves so it, it that disappeared from my dislikes list, leaving me almost nothing, <laughs> except that it wasn't really a true Western. Yeah. It, the idea, but but it wasn't supposed to be. Right. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Not not a that's the wrong way to put it. Not that it's not a true Western. That it's not super authentic. There's a lot of stuff in, that's you know. It, for example, they never miss when yeah, they shoot. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they never miss unless they're shooting at a guy who needs to live for fifteen more minutes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, my likes, my dislikes for this movie are much less than they were two days ago when I watched it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there is a there is not a lot of John Wick shooting accuracy and no there's, there's not, not a lot of pausing for chamber reloads well, there's some right. mostly meant for effect right <laughs> right but uh yeah it's you know those weapons would never have been that accurate oh yeah and to to ride your gallop your horse into town and shoot people right and left and never miss it's just silly but but again they weren't after authenticity well, and I would I would beg to say that John Wayne didn't miss that often either. John Wayne never missed, did he? <laughs> yeah, so interesting. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, well, yeah. I, what do you think? Is it time? I think it's time. All right, let's rate the harder he falls. Proof is Buck. Man, old devil. This is gonna be Buck's last day amongst the living. What exactly he do to you? Call it a. Professional robbery. I know who you are. That love. The outlaw hunts down those who trespass against him. With no mercy. Where is he? Where is who? Your boss. My boss. Clearly, you don't know me. Okay, so this is going to be... This is interesting for me. Yeah? Uh, Because every time I watch a movie... Basically, right away, 
I log that movie on a little website called Letterboxd. Oh, right. And it's always a The gu- one where I'm supposed to be logging my movies to? It just is helpful. To, I'm just, I don't care if you do. <laughs> it most certainly is. I keep forgetting what I've watched. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it's, it's for your benefit, not mine. I don't care. I think it might be for your benefit, too. So at the end of the move, at the end of the year, when we start to prepare for the froppies, I don't have to go through. Well, you watched this one and this one. And yeah, this one. exactly. Um, but so I log my movies and I usually rate them right away. And right, and it's almost always a gut reaction rating. The problem with that is for a movie tonight. Yeah. So on Sunday, when I watched this movie, I rated it a three and a half Hmm. because i was a little disappointed that it wasn't what i thought it was going to be it was uh the 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 tone changes and the the i didn't know if the movie knew what it was trying to be and so like my initial reaction was like ah i kind of was thinking it was going to be something else and so i rated it a three and a half right which doesn't sound like that's what your rating is going to be. When, when we did our discussions of like likes and dislikes, I really only had that one dislike. Yeah. And it wasn't that big of a deal because what the product they ended up giving us was so great. Right. Right. Uh, so now I'm in this tough spot, which really doesn't exist except inside my head is do I honor my it's initial, a scary place, Kevin, inside your head. Do I honor my initial gut reaction of a three and a half and say, that's what this movie is. Or do I go with my conversational learned behavior and say, there wasn't a lot wrong with this movie. It was pretty fantastic and go with a four and a half. Well, do you want my advice? I think that you go with your inf- informed opinion. So now that you've talked about it and thought about it, I'm going to recommend that you go with your go with your gut here tonight. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to go four and a half. All right. And I'm going to watch this again, and I'll verify it next podcast. <laughs> that, there you go. We can tell people next time what we thought. I remember watching it. It 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 held my attention. Uh, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and the funny thing is, it was almost good that it wasn't. It was actually <laughs> better than I thought it would be. That uh, makes me so happy because when I when I recommended that, or I didn't actually recommend this movie to you. I said I'm going to watch this movie. Right. And then I said it's. I think it's going to be right up my alley. Right. And I hadn't talked to you about it until you text me later and said, I watched it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what no. What else did I say? Oh, no. Did uh, I say Did I say whether I liked it or not? You didn't go – you said uh, you said you didn't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's – there you go. Yeah. That, that means it's at least a three. No, the more I think about this movie and the more I know about movie, there is violence – there's a lot of blood, but there's language in there uh, that's more modern day language, really. Uh, so I don't know that I would recommend it for everybody, but, 
It's a pretty good movie, actually. <laughs> you know, when I was talking about my dislikes, I really couldn't come up with any because I countered them all with checking things out. Yeah. And and in some ways, it's silly. Uh, it's not it's not very accurate historically, but it's a good watch. I'm going with a four and a half. Yeah. Finally, something we can agree on. <laughs> I know. Think about that. Oh, that's great. All right, Dougie. So. So we're going to do second uh, a segment now. Right. Instead of one of our normal segments, because you found out some really cool stuff about yeah. some of these characters in real life. Yeah. And while they do not represent who's on the screen, uh, you were sharing me sharing with me just a few tidbits. I think I think some of our listeners would really like to hear this stuff. Well, it's kind of fun. And one of the things the director has said is that he hopes by using those names that people will look into it. And, of course, I did. Well, mission accomplished. And now some of our listeners will, maybe if they're driving or whatnot, they uh, they don't have time to look on their phones. So maybe, no, we're maybe gonna we can do just it do for a, them. a little bit. So yeah, uh, I'm excited. I think some of this stuff's pretty cool. Yeah, I've got several here. So uh, let's just get started. So the first one is Stagecoach Mary. And she's played by Zazie Beats. Yes. She was uh, actually a... Uh, a mail carrier, the first uh, black mail carrier. Oh yeah, yeah. We and we kind of talked about her in the right. beginning. Right. That's right. Uh, she packed a pistol and a shotgun or whatever, and did got the job done. All right. So the second the second one is going to be uh, Nate Love. He's the protagonist of the movie, played by Jonathan Majors. Right. Yes, that's correct. He was born a slave. And then uh, moved west and became a cowboy, and then an actual rodeo star. Oh, really? Yeah. Then uh, you have uh, Jim Beckworth, and that's the young quick shot. I think he's played by uh, R.J. Seiler. That's correct, and and he he may have been a quick shot, but he was nothing like that. Basically, he was a mountain man. Uh, he's he. Discovered a past through the uh, Sierra Nevadas. It's has been called Beckworth Pass for a long time. Settled in what's now Beckworth, Colorado. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Then fourth, uh, we have Bill Pickett. That's Ed Gathagy. Yes. And he was a cowboy and a famed rodeo star. Uh, he oh, so invented... like Nat Love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But not at the same time, I don't okay. think. Because none of these guys really ever met. Although, and I don't remember which two, but two of them is said to have been in the same prison at oh. the same time. <laughs> so they were, some of them were criminals. <laughs> so this guy, though, was a rodeo uh, rodeo cowboy. Uh, he, and he actually, uh, he was... He was younger than some of these guys, so he was he was around when they were making movies, and he actually was in a movie. Oh, really? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of funny. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then you got uh, Cherokee Bill. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Lakeith Stanfield. He's yeah. one of my favorites. Oh, he did a great, great job. And in the movie, he just looks fierce, doesn't he? Yeah, I actually, don't particularly like violence, but I'm about to do some. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, he does do yes. some violence. He actually was a fearsome outlaw who rode with several gangs, including Billy the Kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Next on our famous list is Cuffy Williams. 
Oh yeah, played by Danielle Deadweiler. Yeah, and and she's so great in the movie. Right, and for most of the movie, uh, you think that she may be a man. She acts like a guy. She dresses like a guy. Yeah, it, she's either a young boy or so, yeah. You're right. not sure. That's right that's for sure. She uh, she was the f- first African American to serve in the U.S. Army. Would have been during the Civil War. Interesting. And, yeah, and and obviously she dressed as a man, and served as a man in the U.S. Army. Oh. Which makes this that kind makes of the, an interesting. The character uh, it yeah. makes more sense for the character. I exactly, guess exactly. Oh, cool. Then uh, Trudy Smith. That's Regina King. And she's based loosely on a murderer named Gertrude Smith. Okay, that fits. So that kind of fits, doesn't it? <laughs> yep. Then uh, Rufus Buck. That's Idris Elba's character. Was an actual criminal. Did a lot of bad stuff. And then finally. Did, would he and, uh, do you know off the top of your head, if he and Cherokee Bill were they part of the same gang at all, ever? Or no, none of these guys were ever part. At least oh. from what I've seen, none of them were part. I of thought any you said gang something either. about them going to prison together. Well, they were in the same prison, but I don't remember which characters now. Gotcha. All right, and it could have been at a different, like one could be really old or something like that, right? Because right. this isn't exactly. all the same years. Yes, right. that's okay, correct. Gotcha. gotcha. It's quite a stretch years wise. Um, so the last one and kind of my favorite is Bass Reeves. Oh, and he's played deliciously by Delroy Lindo. One of your favorites, he's a, I know. Yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah. Absolutely. So he was uh he was as a slave, he escaped, lived with uh, uh lived with the Indians or Native Americans and uh, learned to speak uh some different dialects of uh uh, Native American languages. Interesting. And then, yeah. And then was hired to be the first black marshal west of the Mississippi. Huh. It gets better. He had like 3,000 arrests. He killed 14 outlaws. And he is thought to be the background of the Lone Ranger. Oh, really? Yes. Lone Ranger is based on some of his... Uh, actions and characteristics. Oh, cool. Yeah. So there you have it. A so little bit of history for you tonight. They should have made the Lone Ranger with Delroy Lindo instead of Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's that's true. They should have. Oh, that's cool. I'd like to see a remake of the Lone Ranger. Yeah, me too. With maybe, the correct character. And maybe this guy could make that movie. I bet he would. <laughs> I bet it'd be better than <laughs> the one that exists. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> um, okay, that's cool. Uh, thanks for sharing all that. You bet. I think that that stuff's kind of interesting, actually. Yeah. And I know you're a history guy. You taught history forever. And, right. Uh, Which is why I'm embarrassed to say I didn't know some of a that lot of stuff. This. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You can never know. You don't know what you don't know. That's exactly right. But you learned it, and now all of our listeners learned it. And of course, so, we suggest that you never stop learning. That's true. And we also suggest you watch this movie. Yeah. With a <laughs> caveat. <laughs> cool. Um, I, I think that, that that's good enough for a segment. You got anything else on your mind? Anything else you want to talk about before we get to uh, spoilers? No, I don't think so. 
Okay, I do. I have a couple of like business things to ah. uh, to discuss before the spoilers. Yes. Okay. First of all, in a few weeks, six or seven weeks now, we're gonna have our one hundredth episode. I'm so excited. Uh, and we're still in the works of planning things. Um, so if you guys have any questions or comments or favorite episodes, favorite moments, anything you would like us to share, yeah, you can email us at onebrewover at gmail.com. You can send us a message on Twitter. Um, if you don't have any of that, I would even accept your uh, comments in the Groovy Movie page. Just clarify that you're not putting in a Groovy Movie comment, but you could just right. title it with uh, 100th episode Oh, comment. that would be great. It would uh, be so much fun to have some uh, uh, feedback from our, our listeners. Yeah, favorite moments, questions, sure. suggestions, whatever you feel like. Yeah. Uh, but start thinking of those now because uh, we'll, we're going to be working on the on the episode. We're going to we don't know exactly what's going on, but we're going to do something hopefully cool. I think I think it's going to be really fun, and I do encourage you to write in. We'd love to hear from you anyway. Second of all, I have done a, a just a slight revamping of the website. Yeah, uh, it looks good. I added... Says your host, co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I took off some of the boring, repetitive what the show is and who the hosts are and stuff like that. But what I did do was I added a coming soon and recently reviewed page. So if you go to onebrewover.com forward slash the movies, right. um, you can see some, well, they're basically just movie poster pictures taken off of imdb.com. Right, stolen. But they're, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but they're, uh, they're in two sections. And, uh, one of them is coming soon. So right. a few weeks ago, I mentioned that a guest or a listener was hoping that we could tell them what is coming up next. Right. And uh, since we don't always know exactly what the next episode will be. Right. But we we'll, have, you can narrow uh, it down. You can look and see there's, I think we put four of the movies we've recently watched and are hoping to talk about. Right. Uh, it's not a guarantee of what we were going to no, but it's pretty, review, but it's yeah, close enough. Yeah, I think so. And uh, if we end up not reviewing one of those films, you can always tweet us or ask us or email us our, your questions about it or right. what we thought about it. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to mention the website kind of, uh, that, that option for you guys to look up at what's coming up next so you can stay up to date and maybe watch the movie before you listen to the podcast. We do happen to know what we are reviewing next week, and it is, uh, I will be doing a review of Last Night in Soho. And I'll be doing Army of Thieves. Ooh, yeah, which is the prequel to Army of the Dead. Yes, it is. <laughs> I watched Army of the Dead, but I haven't seen Army of Thieves. I've watched Army of Thieves, Ooh. unfortunately. Ooh, Maybe I should review Army of the Dead instead. Okay, one of those movies we'll be talking about <laughs> next week. Until uh, then, stick around for spoilers if you want. That's right. One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest is created and hosted by Kevin and Doug Zade. Follow our social media on Twitter at One Brew Over for Kevin and at The Old Man and Dub Brew for Doug. 
Keep up with the podcast on Instagram at OneBrewOver. Email your feedback to OneBrewOver at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoy the show, leave a review and tell a friend. Sound bites and trailers for films are taken from YouTube and do not belong to this podcast. All original music is written and recorded by Kevin Zaid. For archival episodes and more, go to www.onebrewover.com. And thanks for listening to One Brew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Okay, Kevin, what do you got for spoilers tonight? All right, so this movie's wild. It's kind of crazy. Everybody's got a nickname. It's, yeah. so, it's a little hard to keep track of the characters right away. Uh, it's very hard. Another thing that might benefit from a second watch is... Yeah. Uh, but a uh, couple big things. Um, big spoilers are... Did you like the twist that Idra Elbus... Uh, so in the very beginning of the movie, for those of you who haven't seen the movie but right. just love listening to the spoiler section, right? <laughs> um, in the beginning of the movie, Idris Elba kills a man and woman, uh, a mother and father of this young boy, and and this young boy he leaves alive, but he puts a cross in the in the middle of his forehead with a right. like a, with like a razor blade. Right. Uh, the next scene is we see that boy has grown into a murderous outlaw revenge seeking man yes. who's searching for the man who killed his father. Right. Uh, and he's got the cross in his head. Right. So that's Nat Love, Jonathan Majors. Yeah. And it's sort of set up as this sets the whole movie really when you realize he's going to go get this guy. He has his own gang, but this guy's in prison. So there's no way for him to get right. revenge, but he's being sprung. Buck. Buck. Rufus Buck. Idris Elba. His character's in jail. And Nat Love is okay with that. As long as he's in jail, he's fine. But then he turns out that he's going to be free. His gang is going to break him free. And right. Nat Love is now no longer okay just right. letting him live. It sets the two gangs against each other. Right. So... There really aren't any good guys in the movie. No, yeah. You know? I mean, we kind of talked about that. Like, yeah. these are both murderous outlaws. Right. Um. So, at the end of the movie, fast forward through all the killing and the shooting and the horses and everything, uh, Idris Elba gives us the big reveal that Nat Love's father is actually Idris Elba's father as well. Right. And that's why Idris Elba uh, let him live. Yeah. Why he didn't kill him. Why he didn't kill him. And why he doesn't kill him now, too. Right. He's, he can't kill his brother. Because he doesn't want to kill his brother. Which is really interesting with, you know, he doesn't have any problem killing anybody else. Right, right. And, you know, I think it's, I, I think it's, I don't know if it works, but it's an element of humanity left in Rufus Buck. Yes. Um, that's true. It was, and and the the story Rufus Buck tells us that kind of prefaces the 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 end of the film right. is that 
Rufus's Buck's father was a terrible, abusive, alcoholic murderer uh, who either kills his mother or tries to kill him. The man Rufus Buck is hunting down is not the man who we see killed. Right. If that makes sense. Like, no, that's right. When, before Nat Love is born, he was a, you know, this mean, mean man. But he finds God and he's a, now a preacher and he's, he's changed. But we don't get to see that. No. All we see is this cold blooded murderer right. come kill him. But he leaves the boy alive and gives him this evil, wicked scar. Yeah. Which, as, as what an reason? audience yeah. member, is like, what? So I really liked the twist. I didn't see it coming. I thought it gave Rufus Buck an, a sliver of humanity. It did. Um, Just a sliver. And <laughs> it, it gives Nat Love, as far as equality goes, it gives Nat Love some pretty negative points because Nat Love then ends up killing Rufus Buck with like, with like 18 <laughs> shots out of a six shot. <laughs> <laughs> um. But to me, that, that that kind of balances him out. like Because although Nat Love isn't a good guy, he isn't robbing banks. He's robbing thieves. Like, he's painted as the protagonist of the, ki- of the movie. Right. And then at the very end... Oh, that's true. He's the cold-blooded killer who kills this guy for killing his father. Is he right. justified? Sure. But maybe was Rufus Buck a little justified in the original killing? Maybe who knows? It it adds comp- complexity it to the story, does. which I liked a lot. Did you say he shot eighteen <laughs> times out of his six shooter? I don't know. <laughs> well, that reminds us. That reminds me of our uh, new sponsor. Oh, are we doing a sponsor at the end of the episode? Heck yeah! Let's yeah, do let's it. Let's do it. Who is this episode brought to us by? Well. I'm glad you asked. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by the seven shooter. Mm, Yes. You've heard of the six shooters in the wild west. Now you can own your own seven shooter. You'll stroll through town striking fear in the hearts of your enemies. You'll never miss and just when they think you're all out of bullets and you have to reload, no, you've got one more round. <laughs> it's a seven shooter after all. You know, the other day, Dougie, <laughs> I had seven crows in my yard. <laughs> and I was just like, gosh, I'm so glad that we've been sponsored by these guys. I know. Because before we got this sponsor, I thought I was going to have to leave one crow alive. That's right. And, I, you know, I, I'm i hoping they'll send us a sample. You didn't get yours? No. Did you get yours? I got mine, yeah. Did you get that crow? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a terrible shot. <laughs> I need a 17 shooter. <laughs> that, by the way, is not true. But you also would not kill seven crows. No, I killed a crow one time on accident. I felt bad. I think I may have cried. And I was a grown-up. Yes. I, I don't think I cried, but I sure felt terrible. Well, that's our sponsor anyway. <sighs> so what else you got, Kevin? You we got... also don't. Just 
In case there's any real literal lists out there, we also don't condone walking down the middle of town shooting your enemies. Okay. No. So in case this gets back to Unless... some sort of ATF podcast watch list, like <laughs> we don't condone that. Homeland. Yeah. Homeland Security. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some guys. Uh, yeah. I, That's got, not us. Bro. I got a cease and desist letter saying to stop being sponsored by the seven shooter. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. It's possible I just made that up. Uh possible yeah our bank accounts and our our bank accounts don't reflect it <laughs> that we have a sponsor Shh. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's never too late for a sponsor dougie i got nothing else what do you got i don't either uh i think that's about it all right see you next week well they're saying something stupid or maybe a gaff there's just so many things they say that make them laugh, so you know. They save some bloopers for you. All right, that's enough, Bruce. Is that supposed to be John Wayne? <laughs> Let's try it again. You know it, Pilgrim. <laughs> they got the white hats, the black hats, yeah. the engines, and the white people. <laughs> I meant cowboys and said white people. <laughs> Let's try it again. <clears throat> Howdy, pilgrim. Uh, <laughs> Howdy, pilgrim. You know why, pilgrim. We're doing the western. Sounds like it. <laughs> We're doing the westerns with the white hats and the black hats. And yeah. the cowboys and the Indians, pilgrim. Yeah. If the movie, if the it's good a good guys versus the bad guys, uh, the Kevin... east versus the west. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna get this done. <laughs> I did so good yeah. until that last part. Okay, let's try it one more time. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> you were doing great. Just let me interrupt you a little bit more. You interrupt me whenever you want. I know, but I, I'll stop talking. Okay, I got it. I got it. You're acting like I'm not a professional. <laughs> okay. All right. Howdy, pilgrim. <laughs> All I said was howdy, pilgrim. <laughs> okay. You should be able to clear that up pretty quickly. Editing. You got this, Dougie.